Hello and welcome to The Natcha Show, a podcast about ways to live happily and purposefully no matter what life brings our way. Join me every two weeks as I share my thoughts and experiences and host English and French speaking guests who through their stories will contribute to topics like self-worth, fear, confidence, wellness, self-development, planning, evolving, to name but a few. I am your host, Nadine Danga. That yeah. would then very smoothly lead me in, you know, yes, we've covered the challenges, but what mm-hmm. are the solutions? What can we do as women, African women, being in our 40s, in our 50s? What can we do proactively, intentionally to really overcome those unavoidable challenges? That I think the best thing that uh, the first thing that we should do is to accept that um, it's another phase in life, just like puberty. Yeah, you know, we most of us have teenagers, and when they are growing up, we, we know their needs. We support them, like the girls go through their menses and stuff. So it's just another phase like that. And we also need support and we, we need to be prepared for it. For, yeah. Because as much as we might try to brush it aside, it's going to happen and it's happening. And more than ever, uh, because our life expectancy is, is getting higher by the day because of technology and advancement in health systems. So definitely this is um, something that we should actually look forward to and get prepared for. Yeah. So like it or not, it's going to come and into an increasingly number of women like every year. So the first thing that we should do is to have an awareness mindset. If we become aware of it, uh, I want to believe that's, uh, that awareness is 95% of the journey. Indeed. You, like you said, if you become aware and you, you kind of anticipate what is going to happen and when it starts happening, you know how to to react. You can be proactive rather than reactive. Indeed. So you have um like like I said, you have put others before yourself or your life, and uh, sometimes in an effort to fill the void and distract yourself from your discontent, uh, that's why you you are putting everyone else before you. So now you cannot avoid uh, uh, confronting yourself. Because everyone else around you, maybe they have um, grown up or they don't need you as much as they used to. So it's time to face up. This is now your reality. And you should remember, first of all, you should remember that you're not too old. And what you don't know, you can always learn. So that's changing the, the mindset. Yeah, and age is just a number, isn't it? Yes, yes. So the, one of the things that you should do again is uh, you should not make any hasty decisions. Like I said, this thing can come upon us fast and the body can just tell you that something is wrong and you need to immediately make it right. But that, that, that like I said, can lead to disastrous consequences. So you should take your time. You should make no hasty decisions. Because making a change for the sake of having done something is not a good plan. Yeah. The bigger the decision, the more what the needs to be given to, to the problem at hand. And then talk to someone. I'm happy we're having this conversation. So it means there are people out there that know about what is going on with you. Yeah. So, so look around you. Uh, it can be someone you trust who is older than you. 
it can be someone in the medical sector, it can be even a coach. There are so many coaches around, yeah. but you just talk to someone who is knowledgeable. Because like I said, midlife can be very lonely and isolated. Yeah. In our African context, there it's a taboo to talk about this subject. So you need to find someone to open up to. And if, if you have no one, you can trust that you see a professional person, a health expert, um, even a coach, sometimes even a, a church pastor. Yeah. Elderly women in the church, and that's our African context. If you talk to them, at least they will assure you that you are not alone. Because sometimes these symptoms can be very intimidating and you think, oh, this is the end of me. Indeed. So the next thing is to touch base with your reality. Remember that your emotions are not necessarily grounded in, in reality. So those angers that we're talking about, the depressions, the thinking of death, because emotions themselves are real, but they may be based on an incorrect interpretation of things. Like I said, we have to have the right mindset when we're growing up. There were so many do's and don'ts. There were a lot of no-go areas. We have to be intentional and get some objective input into our situations. Yeah. And that's why we need um, mindset coaches. We need books to, to read, to get into context and, you know, generally discuss even with contemporaries that will help you to assess and know what is happening so that you touch base with your reality. Yeah. And then the next thing is to be kind to yourself and to others. Yeah. We need to practice a lot of self-care. Like I said, uh, growing up, we're told um, as a woman, you're supposed to wake up at 5 a.m., at 4 a.m. You're supposed to cook for this person, put um, water for it to warm up so that they can bath for that person. The whole day, you'll just be standing up and doing things. It's now time to listen to your body. If you want to rest, then rest. There's nothing wrong with it. If you want to stay in bed, you don't feel like waking up at 5, that's all right. Sleep in. If you don't feel like cleaning your house, this is your house. No one is going to mark it for you. Yeah. Don't do it. Rest. Rest. Listen to the body. Absolutely. And um, you should also be, be kind to others. I, I noticed that it phase of a relationship. There's a lot of divorces. There's a lot of disparities. I mean, the spouse is trying to understand you and they don't know what's happening with you. So there's a lot of misunderstandings as well. Yeah, And one thing I forgot to mention is that even when we're growing up, you know, when, when you used to go to the village, you are all young and stuff, you go to the village, there's grandma and grandpa there, you see them every time you go there, and then when you are all grown up in your 20s, 30s, suddenly you go to the village, you sleep in the same room with grandma, and grandpa is in the other room, and then you're wondering, what's happening, are they divorced? Yeah. You know, and, and it's always unspoken, like I said. Yeah. Then maybe the next thing, grandpa is now paired with a, a young woman, a wife that's called a second wife for whatever reason. And we still keep wondering what's happening, what's happening. Yeah. 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 So there are those kind of things that happen in this life. So if you you feel that um, you, you have to dissolve the relationship with, between you and your partner or your your husband, we wish we what we want to discourage. But if you feel that you decide, you feel that you want to change this relationship or you want to let it go, then you can let it go. But keep in mind that you should not bend bridges. You should let it go in a kind way yeah. so that there's still rapport between you. Remember, there's a 
whole generation or even more an extended family that is around you, you still need to maintain those relationships because no man is an island. Yeah. Also, if you are quitting your job for a hobby or maybe for going back to school or for a new venture, then you should not burn bridges again. Explain what's happening. You want new beginnings. You, you have your reasons for living, but you should not just suddenly quit. Be kind to those who have been working with, leave them with good rapport and you can be free and have their blessings to start in something new. Yeah. We should always remember that we are always part of a tapestry of connections. We are never really alone. So it's important that we maintain good relations. And also if there's anything that we are thinking, a major uh, change that we want to do in our life, we should always consider the proper way of breaking such news to our family and our loved ones so that we don't leave them in shock. Yeah. So another thing that we should also do, probably the last one, is to to change our lifestyles completely. Remember, we are no longer young. Our metabolisms have slowed down. Like I said, there's always the problem of weight, gain, those aches and pains. Those things, are, they can be easily rectified with a change in diet. should be now more plant-based, less of um, those refined starches, less of those meats, should go out more, exercise. It doesn't have to be rigorous and sweaty. Yeah. Just taking a walk, 30 minutes walk every day around, or even, even in our African context, uh, visiting your garden every day, just... Um, Hoeing, hoeing, watering it, planting some seeds, making yourself productive. That's yeah. very good exercise as well. Yeah. And we should also learn to look, listen to our bodies. When we ever we feel or we are experiencing some unusual pains, we, we should have it then checked before it's too late. Yeah. Also, if, if we look back, um, there's always some natural remedies as well that we, 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 we grew up hearing and even knowing about but you know how it is when we thought we're now knowledgeable we just thought oh these things we can't be using them we want to do the english way but uh, science has proved that those uh, herbs and the veggies they they work better than these actual medicines because they have no side effects absolutely it's time to introduce those garlics those gingers the green teas in our lives we know them those bushes that our grandparents and our parents used to take and dry and take as tea or take as a medicine. If we go back to those things, they will actually help us to heal faster. They will yeah. help us with things like bloating. They will help us with inflammation and other extent pains. Yeah. So basically midlife is all about new beginnings and looking after ourselves well, and just, it's, it's, it's kind of a connection, touching our, in touch with our immortality that we are aging, but at the same time, we are not yet dying. Yeah. Like I said, there's, the life expectancy has gone up, and really, we can look forward to even maybe more years, we, we can say mid by the time we get to midlife, we've just lived half of our lives. So the other half is right in front of us. Absolutely. We need so much to look forward to. Yes, yeah. indeed, indeed. 
And that midlife shouldn't be a burden. It should be an opportunity for us to rejuvenate, to unlearn, Mm -hmm. learn, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. really to put in place, you know, all of the the things you suggested on the mind, the exercise, the rest. Uh, You know, I live, I'm from Cameroon, but I I live in the the United Kingdom. Um, Having... Uh, help or someone to help you in the house with house chores or even the cooking is not always something that every household can afford but um, you know as you are aging it is so important uh, to listen to your body and uh, it doesn't actually need to be perfect you know the house all the time Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. I think um, make rest a must daily mental rest and physical rest. because like you say the, the the metabolism has slowed down the body is you know changing transitioning really and we just need to be gentle with it and and listen to the body and i also wanted to chip in regarding um the physical aspect of taking care of ourselves you know going for walks or doing a bit more strength training you will find that you know, women usually shy away from, uh, you know, exercising with weight. But as we age also, uh, the muscles are usually a bit weaker. So focusing yes. on strength training will be a great opportunity to, you know, strengthen those muscles, tone up the body. Because ultimately, when you exercise, it has a positive effect on your mind. And we said how earlier on how... You know, when you go through that transition, the mind is one of the first thing that is affected because you go through depression, low mood and all sorts of uh, bad thoughts. So when you exercise, you're really feeding your mind. When you exercise, mm-hmm. helping, you know, the, the body really to deal with those aches and pains that you, you mentioned earlier on. Also, another aspect of well-being why not now take that time to say yes to you in terms of, you know, put, putting yourself first, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You can go to the spa, you can meditate, you know, you can do a lot yes. of massages. I find that make it a priority to, to do spas, yes. to massage back, neck and shoulders, because we, at that age, mm-hmm. we work a lot a lot more because we have a lot more responsibilities usually at that age you find that it's like a sandwich generation you are in between caring for your parents and caring for your children so it's very important uh, I would say to say yes to you because when you say yes to you you are then in a position to say a bigger yes to everyone around you and you know earlier on that's true Yeah, you mentioned uh, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. One thing that I I notice as well with the emotion, the effect of um, midlife is your your emotions are all over the place. And one thing that comes with that can be bitterness, isn't it? You're bitter because you're looking back, comparing it to where you are. It's not always what Mm -hmm. you you had expected. So you're kind of you know, angry, you are bitter. And uh, if you're not careful, and if you don't manage that well, you can actually transfer that anger, that bitterness to yourself and to others. 
So it is really important to put in place or have a plan because, you know, there is a saying that if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. But definitely yes. midlife can be and should be enjoyed because it comes with so much wisdom, so much experience. Why not actually use that and harness that new transition to explore new hobbies, like you said, and be a blessing to the younger generation, you know, by creating a platform, for example, or even just make one aware, just by sharing that you don't know how much you empower others. So that's my personal contribution for someone who is going through that transition. And I'm just very intentional in the choices I make and definitely living uh, you know, in my 40s, fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, like you rightly said, um, you can only pour out what you have. So if if you are depleted, you have nothing to give out, and all that you can give out is anger, then it, 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 and bitterness, it, it, it becomes um, a toxic environment. You know, your emotions um, influence your environment around you. So you find that if you're always angry, if you're always yelling, even at your perspective at life in life of, of life is it, it becomes clouded. Indeed. People even get scared of you. And and you you the, the more you isolate yourself, the more you think everyone hates you and it's it's kind of a vicious circle. It it leads you into depression and your life becomes meaningless again. So it, you really have to be intentional about the whole thing. Indeed. My final words are that I, I want to bring it to the attention of midlife women and even men out there. Remember, you're not always going to be working. Retirement is coming and you have to stay at home. Yeah. So what have you done about retiring? How, what have you planned about your retiring? What are you going to do? Yes, maybe the money aspect is covered. But you cannot just wake up and sit around in the home. You get bored. Yeah. You get moody. You get disheartened and you, you, you know, inactivity makes you die slowly, you know. Indeed. What are you doing to keep alive? Invest in a hobby, invest in school, invest in technology, invest in something that will keep you going. Something that, something that will make you want to wake up every morning and look forward to doing it. Don't die before your time. Let's invest in ourselves. And keep on living. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> That's indeed very inspirational. Now, Marta, um, where can we find you? I did say earlier on that you are a midlife coach. Someone out there, a woman, a man, will listen to this episode and really be inspired. Where can we find you on social media and reach out to you? You can reach out to me on my personal page by my name is Matan Pakula on Facebook and also you can um, google my page it's called Emerge E-M-E-R-G-E one blossom at a time it's a private group for midlife women you can google that again and um, ask to join in after you've um, filled up the necessary questions I will let you into that group um, I'm also on email blossomsemerge2020 at gmail.com and i'll be sure to leave all your details also uh, on the footnote of the episode so thank you That's so much nice. for, for a, a time very well spent and uh, bringing out value to 
our listeners, and I'm sure that they leave um, inspired to live happily in their 40s, to plan and uh, to look at life from a different perspective that they can, this midlife definitely hasn't come to crush them or to burden them. It is a natural occurrence, yes, but with intentional actions and steps, it can be an amazing uh, new season in our lives of impact for us and definitely for others. Thank you, listeners. That's a wrap. And that's it for today. Thank you, Marta, for coming and um, sharing with us. Thank you very much, Nadine, for having me. It was a pleasure sharing with you. And I hope the message is getting out there. We need each other, ladies. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new one is posted. Please rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and I hope you are leaving with some great nuggets that can help you to live happily and purposefully. Check me out on Instagram at the Natasha Show Podcast. Until next time.